The Christian world needs more spirit-filled teaching. So often we have fiery preaching without substance or doctrine without life. But we seek to join the two. We seek to bring theology on fire. This is Andrew Wilkes. This is Leah Wilkes. And this is Theology on Fire. Happy New Year, everyone. This is Andrew. This is Leah. And it's 2021. We made it. Well done. We made it. It's the flipping of a calendar, and I personally enjoy, um, I think it's like a blank slate. Uh, I know something we've done recently, Leah, is that whenever it's been a new year, we've actually begun on New Year's Eve because we've got little ones. We're not really going to get out there and pop fireworks. (laughs) We're going to put our kids down and try to settle them whenever they're woken up by fireworks. But we'd like to write down what we believe God is impressing upon our heart as hopes or dreams or even desires or callings promises that he's put in our lives that we hope to see in the next year. Yeah, it's just been something we've personally really enjoyed. It certainly doesn't lock us or the Lord down into anything, but it has been a very sweet time for us personally, especially considering it is just a different stage of life for us, but it has been nice. And you know, whenever we turn the calendar, it is turning the calendar, but you know, the Lord, he recognizes New Year's. He did that for the Jewish people like the year of Jubilee, he recognized that though it was just the flipping, as it were, of a calendar, it was significant time had passed. And that was even why he put the stars and the the moon in the sky for the keeping of seasons. So this is significant. It's significant to each one of our lives. And it's a good time for reflection, reflection of Mm -hmm. what we've passed through, uh, maybe of our successes and the, the the bounty and the goodness of God in our lives and spiritual victories and also the perhaps some of the failures or some of the things that did not go as well just to reflect and be taught by the Lord in these things and so that's what we'd like to do today is reflect on this podcast that God's given us. This is something we're both really excited to do so we just want to share um, again just how we started and really where the Lord has taken the podcast this year. Right. So, Leah, this idea came about. I know we've told people uh, we were on vacation in New York City um, last November, uh, November, excuse me, 2019. And this had already been a desire in our heart. It had been growing for some time. And God just really pushed us both individually. Mm -hmm. So whenever we really looked at each other and talked about it, it was like, well, yes, I was already feeling this. We need to move forward and we need to start a podcast as soon as possible. Yep, it was a very exciting time. So as you know, we launched that out January 1st, 2020, and we just proceeded to produce the podcast week after week. We actually initially didn't really intend to produce a podcast every week, or we thought maybe every other week would be something much shorter. But by the grace of God, we managed, um, and just by his leading, to produce a podcast each week of 2020. That was pretty exciting. I want to read to y'all some of the goals because, you know, uh, I come from more of the business field uh, and the work environment before I stepped out to work for my church full time. And so you try to you try to be realistic with things while being hopeful. Right. So I put down here, Lord, you know, it'd be great if we could get 24 episodes. Well, we more than tripled that. We actually did 76 episodes, including the 25 for the Christmas kindling. 76 episodes total. That is insane when I think about it, but that is the grace and the goodness of God to help us there. 
Amen. It definitely came with challenges, late nights, and a lot of seeking the Lord. But we know that we've personally been greatly grown by it, and He has blessed it. And again, we really know that it was Him leading us. It wasn't us just producing content or just churning out ministry. He really pushed us. He really led us. And by His grace, we were able to do that. Not only that, but the number of downloads I thought we'd get. I was hoping we'd get about 600 um, for the year. And y'all, I'm, it's so exciting to say that between YouTube views and our podcast listens, we've gotten over 11,000, over 11,000. And I wasn't even sure we'd get more than 600. Truly, we were, we thought, let's just, you know, be measured in our goals and, you know, also just sensible. We really, you know, not that we didn't have faith, but, you know, we didn't assume to have anywhere near that amount of listens. We are so excited. So thank you for being a part of that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing it. And um, yeah, we are blown away by the response and we are really encouraged by um, just what we have seen. I just feel so blessed because it means that you're listening and you find value in this. And perhaps we know a lot of you, and but we've also had consistent listens from areas where I know I don't know anybody. Somehow they've heard about it. And I don't know maybe what you would think about this, but whenever you seek the Lord, and whenever you really want to serve the body of Christ, and then God begins to bring people beyond your immediate circle of influence or friends and family, and they begin to tune in, they listen, you really begin to be encouraged by God himself that what he's putting in you is actually helping people, that it's growing them, that it's strengthening them, that it's encouraging them. And that is what we wanted this podcast to be. And so just from the bottom of my heart, I just thank the Lord for that. It's so encouraging and we're just so thankful and we do believe it's the Lord. Amen. So moving forward into 2021, we are really greatly encouraged by what the Lord has done in 2020. And I I believe he's already started to show us some things that he'd like us to share on in the next year. Absolutely. So be praying for us. We're seeking the Lord on that. Just want to be very clear that we're hearing him, but we're very, very excited about some of the things that are going to happen. Either way, what we do know is the same God who was with us yesterday is going to be with us today and tomorrow. And he's pushing us forward in this ministry. Something we definitely have decided on, however, moving into the next year is that we are going to change our schedule to go to every other week. So our episodes will come every other week. And that is really for several reasons. Right. So we really, we want to bring a greater depth to our teaching and preaching. Whenever you've got normal life and work and children and you're teaching and doing other things and you're doing this every week, there's only so deep you can go. There's only so much you can study. So this is going to give us a greater opportunity to put more prayer, to mm-hmm. put more diligent Bible studies so that we what we do present, I pray, will be mm-hmm. that much uh, deeper. Right. That's a big part of it is just our own personal seeking and improvement. Um, this is something that we do in our spare time at the end of the day once our kids have gone to bed at 8 p.m., hopefully. <laughs> so um, it is, it's definitely, you know, it's hard work and just even for the benefit of our own family and again, our spiritual well-being, we just really feel the need for this gap. Absolutely. Um, investing in our own spiritual lives. So while we also want to dig deeper for you, there are different things even within our own lives that we know that we have to make room and space mm-hmm. for 
for God to be able to bring his will and callings in our hearts to fruition. Right. And that's something we can all just learn as we walk through life and in ministry, um, in whatever place you are, is just hear the Lord. Don't hold too tightly to anything. Right. Amen. And what I'm so grateful for, and I just also want to say is that boundaries, boundaries have been so good. And this has not negatively impacted our children. I'm so thankful for that, that, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, Leah, it has been a sacrifice, but it's been a a willing sacrifice. Sometimes nights (laughs) you you didn't want to get back here, uh, meaning me and you, we did, you know, a person wouldn't want to get back here and actually record, (laughs) you know, the the times of frustration or you forgot to plug in the microphone correctly and you have to re-record the entire (laughs) episode and you knew God was there and he was moving. Oh my goodness. And then it's like, oh no. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But God has been faithful. He's been so faithful. In fact, he was so faithful. He allowed us to travel to Northern Ireland to visit mm-hmm. your family, Leah, whom we had not seen for over a year. And we had not actually visited where they live in Northern Ireland for nearly two years. That's right. It was a really sweet time. So that's where we spent a good three weeks of our time this past December. And it was as just a very refreshing time for all of us. That was a really nice time. Um, It was a great time because we didn't have to study to teach, to exhort, to preach for three weeks. We got to be in a beautiful rural location and eat mama's home cooking. So I'm glad you can't see us right now because maybe you wouldn't recognize us. (laughs) It's not that bad. Um, We did run into some slight issues there. Um, We went to actually get on the, well, not get on the plane the night before I was checking us in. And I realized at that moment, oh, wow, Leah actually doesn't have the proper paperwork to be able to get back home, even though she's a citizen. Through a bunch of calls and the Lord's goodness to us, we were able to get an emergency passport, and um, our trip was extended about four days. But those last four days really were so necessary. The Lord really spoke to us. He really ministered to our hearts. He did. And it was, as uh, Pastor Tim over there preached, um, a divine a delay. A divine delay. Yeah. It really was the Lord. We see his hand in it. I had done all the research I thought before we left, but God was in control and he uh, He worked it out for good. And I'm so thankful. Amen. It was while we were there that unfortunately we came, uh, we had an issue with our Instagram account and it wasn't us personally, but Instagram um, has and still has actually shut our Theology on Fire Instagram down. We are um, combating that at this time, so we would appreciate your prayers. It is quite disappointing, especially coming into the new year. Obviously, that's a great part of how we communicate with most of you, so do pray for that. Um, We just are at a loss, really, to know what to do with it at this point. And really, the reason... Uh, as far as we understand it is, uh, and we are appealing their decision to disable our account, uh, is because we were overseas and it looked like a regular activity. Uh, We were uploading videos for uh, the Christmas kindling and something triggered on their side and they thought we broke some rules. So please pray. But anyway, we will continue regardless and, but do pray for that in the meantime. Amen. So that those are our plans, but we'd love to leave you with something. We'd love to leave you with some encouragement here. So we'd love to take a few minutes here and just exhort you for your 2021. 
Amen. So again, just like we saw, like we've talked about, um, the Lord really did bless the Olgen fire so much more than we anticipated. And he did really did do more abundantly than we could ever have asked or thought um, last year. We never would have presumed that we would get 11,000 listens, but God did so much more and, and praise God. We just, we just praise him for that. I do want to read... Um, a psalm, it's Psalm 92, um, and starting in verse 12, and it says, The righteous flourish like the palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. I just, I love vegetation in the Bible. I love those pictures of the tree and in Psalm 1 and just the pictures of growing or being grafted into the Lord and that vine. And this picture in Psalm 92 is just another one of those things that I love, just how the righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. I just love that word flourish. And I just really meditated on that recently, how that is the Lord's will for our lives, that we would flourish and grow and be rich and green and just something that is really fruitful and healthy. And that is his will for our lives. It says in verse 14, they still bear fruit in old age. They are ever full of sap and green to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. I just think that's been so encouraging me for me to meditate on and really it has made me think of this podcast but also just as we move forward into this next year 2020 has been very hard for all of us in many different ways and many of the same ways but he's he's got the Lord wants us to flourish it is his will for us that we are fruitful it says in Romans chapter 8 this is a scripture you all know really well And I won't perhaps read the whole thing, but it says, For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come. And it talks about other powers. and Nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of God. And nothing in all creation can separate you from that will for your life, which is to flourish. His will for your life is that you would be in a purposeful place with a purposeful will of God and things that he has ordained you to carry out and that you will flourish in those things. It doesn't mean to say you won't face difficult things. It doesn't mean to say 2021 is going to be in any way easier than 2020 has been. But his will is still the same. His calling is still the same. He is still the same. And his will for you is to flourish. So a scripture you're going to hear me quote all the time, and it's just because it's blessed me so much, is Ephesians 2.10. It says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God, you know, he doesn't just always want us to just go off and do something because it's a good thing. He plans things. He He creates us in our mother's womb, and he has calls on our life. We see that in the prophet Jeremiah. But he knows all of us. If he knows the number of hairs on our heads, then he knows that if he can get us to be born again, meaning if we will respond to that gospel message, he has a goal, he has a plan. The end of it is to be conformed to the image of Christ. But all along that way, there is a fruitful walk that God has in mind in the garden, whenever he created man, whenever you're looking even in the first few chapters of Genesis, you see life. Mm -hmm. Everything was to beget life. 
you see that the um, the trees that were created that had fruit, its seed was within itself, mm-hmm. or the plants of the field with its seed in itself. This life, this replicating life given to man, which he breathed into the breath of life, was given this living food to give him life. And then he and his wife were supposed to procreate that further life would be propagated through them. It glorifies God. Remember, it says, and he saw that these things were good or or whenever he created man, behold, it was very good. It was very good and it's very glorifying to God for there to be life. And while that was physical life, the life that Christ has given us, the life that has been provided for us through his sacrifice on that cross by God is life. And so regardless of what 2020 looked like, and though it is a flipping of the calendar and perhaps we are going to face many more challenges for years to come, we may not know this until we walk through it, but God it does not change. He is still glorified by life. He said that he came to give us life and life more abundantly. Amen. And I think about that life that he has for us. He has given us the Holy Ghost to help us live that life. In Ephesians 3.20, it says, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think according to the power at work within us. To him be glory in the church and, and throughout all generations, etc. But that's the power of the Holy Ghost. The comforter that he sent is what lives within us. He that lives within us, giving us what we need and enabling us by his grace to live out this life. God is all about life. His will is all about life. He gave you life. He knit you in the womb. He gave you new life when you were born again. And it is his will that you would go in that new life and bring new life to other people and the message of new life, the gospel to the world and and to minister that. He loves life. He made life. He is life. He wants you to have an abundant life. And he wants you to flourish. It just, again, it makes me think of that scripture. The righteous shall flourish and you are made righteous by God. So I'll just finish with these last couple of verses that have really also just been a blessing to me. Psalm 62 verse 2, it says, He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken. Amen. Even with what comes in 2021, he is going to be our rock. He's what we stand on. We don't stand on whatever political side you prefer. We don't stand on, you know, how things work out with your finances. We stand on the Lord. He is our rock. He is what we trust in. Psalm um, 62 verse 8, trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Amen. So for this 2021 Realize that God wants to bring life to you. B.H. Clendenin, the founder of the School of Christ, was a wonderful brother, and he used to say this all the time in his lessons. The end is contained in the beginning. And in the beginning, there was a tree of life, and just as I've said, the goal was life. Christ died to bring us back to relationship with God. But in Revelation 22, we're told here in verse 2 that there in the New Jerusalem, in heaven, There is a tree of life. There's a tree of life. God's beginning and end is life. Some of you listening right now are going to encounter the most difficult trials you have ever faced in this year. I don't have to be a prophet to know that. That's how 
as human existence can be. Many years are difficult. So set yourself. Draw near to Jesus before anything else happens, before this year really gets underway. Mm -hmm. You need to get close to Christ. Maybe you have wasted a decade or 20 years or 30 years or maybe just a few weeks. Maybe you have just never quite recovered from the shutdowns and the way you were thrown out of, you know, your normal routine. Repent. Turn to Christ. Let him draw you to himself. We were listening to a wonderful message tonight by our brother Emmanuel Cavio. He is a wonderful man of God, and, and he was just reading out of uh, John 15, one of my favorite passages, one of the first God ever spoke to me out of, out of the Bible, about if we would remain or abide in Christ, we would bear much fruit if we would remain or abide in his love, and his words, and his love would be in us, and we would see answers to prayer. And I want to challenge you and encourage you, by the grace of God, review your past year, find that time, and draw near to God. And I want to say something. Why don't you try to read through the Bible this year? Why don't you find a plan that works for you? Take that time. Schedule it out. Make being with Jesus every day a priority. You'll fail. You'll make mistakes. You'll need to catch up sometimes in these things. But I want to, I want to tell you that's important. You know, if you don't make a plan, you'll never accomplish anything. The reason why many athletes are so successful is they plan and they execute it. This is a little different. It's not so carnal as that. It's a spiritual thing. We have a warfare we fight through. But build your foundation on Christ. Draw near to Him so that you can have this fruitful life. Because if you're not abiding in Him, if you're not drawing your sustenance from Him, if you're not getting it from His Word and from His living presence, then this year you won't bear fruit. You won't be like that palm tree. But I'm here to tell you, you can be because His grace is there, His power Mm -hmm. to help you every step of the way. And I hope you'll come along with us this year, and I pray that you'll be blessed. Amen. All of us together can have that abundant life by the grace of God. We can't muster it up, but just cry out to him, say, oh God, I want it. God, please just let me be with you. Let me be in your presence. He's going to take care of the rest. Just run to him. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for, you are the one who holds all times and seasons in your hands. You raise up kings and you put them down. Lord Jesus, you see people have lost jobs. You see the difficulties in economies. And you are sovereign. Through it all, we can still trust in you. Through the difficulties and the questions and the hardships and and the hard circumstances that we've passed through maybe for years, you're still good. You're still kind. And we love you and we need you this year. Help us. Help us, Lord God, to make that time to be with you, to abide in you. Because you said that if we would abide in your shadow, Oh, we'd find rest, we'd find your presence, we'd find peace, and we would be kept even in the midst of difficulties. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us at Theology on Fire. Please subscribe so you won't miss new episodes. All of our information and contact details can be found at theologyonfire.org.